Blog Talk Radio. Morning, morning, morning. This is Mr. Evan Brooks. This is nothing but the truth. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I don't know. Blog talk is tripping out. About to be let go. Be honest with you. But today's date is April third, two thousand fourteen. This is a live show, so people will be able to call in. And I really want to point out to you that we've been doing this show almost nearly seven years now. So I just want to make sure everyone understands. Hey. The show's not going anywhere. So I just want to make sure people are listening, following up to what we're saying to them. There's no confusion whatsoever. So if there's any questions, any comments, you can be um, happy to call in. I don't have no issues with that. But I just really want to break it down to you and let you know what this show talks about. I know a lot of people are like, what are you? What is this show about? And they, what does this guy talk about? We talk about a lot of things. We talk about all the issues that are in out of a relationship. All the things that make it work and the things that doesn't make it work. You know, are you tired of dealing with a guy who's on the same path that you usually get, dealing with the same guy time after time after time, and you don't understand what's going on? Or guys, are you tired of talking to ladies that you think are there for you, and they honestly seem to be a different person after first or second date, if you get that far, where you're at the right place? nothing but the truth, we make sure that you get everything taken care of as far as making sure you have all the issues that you want to have answered, all the questions that you need to get answered, anything that will help you get things straightened out, we have it here. We also talk about issues dealing with history, politics, civil rights, police brutality, because those things still go on, too, and that does affect the relationship. I know y'all say, how? You know, you talk about where are these guys at and stuff, you know, with the mentality of what people getting locked up, you know, with these uh, whole uh, private companies taking human beings and warehousing them, basically, for cheap labor over stuff that they really didn't do. Then what do you think? What happens to your options? You know, the whole climate of it. But today, I want to talk about something that's very dear to me. Very dear, near to me. And I think it'd be dear, near to you. And that is, having sex on the first date. We're going to discuss the pros and cons of having sex on the first date and if it would turn out into a lasting relationship with the one you are with. Will you make the choice 
will you make the choice to give up or put on the first uh, put out on the first date, or will you hold on and hold what that person's desiring? This will be a live show, like I told you. This is live, so you're welcome to call in, and we'll make sure everything gets taken care of. Okay. For people to call in, the number is 646-716-7911. I will be taking calls. If people call in, doesn't matter. I know people are listening. They're picking up on it, and they're realizing, hey, he's back on the air. Now, I'm going to try to keep it around the show time as far as trying to either do it on a Thursday and then 5 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time or on Sunday around 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That way people can be able to track these shows and be able to tune in and call in because I know it's jumping around and that's on me right there with a crazy schedule that I still have. It's being worked out, though. But before I jump into that, before I jump into that, I, I want to talk about a few things that's been going on in the news. You know, I'm your news guy, so I try to keep you up to date with everything that's going on in sports. You already heard about Deshaun Jackson, most of you, about him being released from the Philadelphia Eagles and now going to the Washington Redskins, which is going to be a big ups for RG3. You know, he's coming back. He's going to be fully healthy. You know, he's going to be a threat. The team's going to be a threat. And you got Deshaun Jackson on there, and he's amazing. <laughs> Carolina was going to get him, but you know how they are. I don't know what the situation there. But anyway... Richard Sherman from the Seattle uh, Seahawks spoke out about it. And he had a few comments, you know. He doesn't know about what he does now, he was saying. An article that was posted up, and I'll give you the source, because, again, I like to get people the source of where I'm, I'm coming from. If you go to deadspin.com or Google deadspin.com, Richard Sherman speaks the truth on Deshaun Jackson. Shows a picture of them. They asked to play baseball in elementary not too long ago when they were kids. And Deshaun Jackson's father was the coach. And he talked about how, from what he knew when he was a kid, I mean, no pretty stable guy. You know, you're going to have in the area that they were from, not Los Angeles, it was game and stuff. But that doesn't mean that he was in a game. <laughs> does not mean that he was in the game. And the whole situation, if you didn't pick up on it, the, the reason for the Eagles letting Deshaun Jackson go, their excuse is that he had a gang affiliation. He was associated with gangs. So if he took a picture with uh, some rappers, so guys, and they figured, oh, that must be a gang. we got to let you go because now it's this new word, thug being a new M-word. They're just trying to, do this thing, and I tell you, it's it's a it's a killing season, and they're trying to get black players out of here. Music, everything, trying to throw people out of position, mayors out of position, and you gotta be careful, guys. That's why I say you need to get your money together. And they took him off, and he didn't say anything foul. He said what was on his mind, and he said, "Okay, so be it." All right. Richard Sherman came up. And spoke about because I guess someone you know had interviews. What do you think about that? And, you know, actually, I did go to school with him. We were classmates. You know, we were rivalries, and later on, 
and sports and stuff, but you know, like how is it, you know, once you come on up, basically, you turn your back on your friends, you know, you take your friends in as your family. Now, he doesn't know what he did. Man, I don't think he did anything wrong. I know if you come on up, you're going to have friends, your boys, back in there, and you're going to bring them up. I mean, that's just being an asshole because you're, like, you're just not going to say, and his quote was, you're not going to turn around and say, well, I don't uh, talk to people anymore. I just go on my own and, oh, you did that stuff back in the day. Oh, I can't deal with you. Goodbye. I must turn my back on you. I'm rich. You know, no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that today, friends. But the whole thing, in my honest opinion, with the situation, is that he brought it up, and I'm glad he brought it up. How is it that y'all going to get someone allegedly being a gang? Y'all don't have any proof. Y'all just assume because you've seen a picture. Oh, that must be a gang. You never interview the people. You never talk to the people about the situation that was in the picture. You really never sat down with Deshaun. I mean, this was a shock in his face, too. When he turned around, he's getting a call from the manager and from the coach. Hey, man, you need to come back to the office. Uh, we need to talk to you about your uh, your contract. You're going to be looking at yourself like, what the fuck? So you let that happen, but later back, when Raleigh Cooper, who's a tight end for, I believe he's a tight end, he's a tight end for the Eagles, is caught on tape, is is allegedly known to be a racist for what he was saying, and, you know, really give a, he gave a BS apology. I apologize. He really didn't care. You kept him on the team for saying, I will keep every end, I will fight every end in here. Now, he's representing the Eagles, and he's saying that. But, yeah, y'all, y'all could don that, but you don't take in someone who hasn't even did anything wrong. You're just assuming. And you and I, this goes back, you can't look at someone's past. I mean, really? If that's the case, then let's look at it like this, then. Um, the last president, not the current president, the last president who was a cokehead and he was alcoholic. How did he get in office? If we're going to judge the past, he shouldn't have been in office, right? Because drugs is illegal, and you run around drunk and driving, that's illegal, right? You go to jail, right? So, really? And this whole thing, he's like, he don't get there. Like, if y'all really let him go and kept this guy, it really say something about your character for the Eagles. And the good news is, is Deshaun Jackson will get to play against them twice in the season. When they play against each other, I don't got the schedule, but they will be playing against each other, and he's going to make them pay. He's going to make them pay. And i tell you what this boils down to. This boils down to an organization that's trying to put blacks in place. That's what it is. It's another plantation. Players, you can have your glory on the field, but once you're off the field, know where your place is at in society. And all it's telling us, and what it seems like what it's telling me, you need to know where your place at blacks. That's what it's saying. You're like, we can easily, we traded you. 
But if you wasn't really good or anything, we'll let you go. Same thing with Vic. I think they let him go. They're still on the damn dog stuff. And that's been seven years ago. You know, like, really? I mean, he served his time. He went to jail. He he donated most of his money to those charities. He's been in organizations that promote the the stopping of the violence with animals, animal cruelty. You know, like, what else you want him to do? You know, I've I seen comments, and people, they're not going to say, they say it in code. People are going to say, hey, look at this. You know, look at what he's doing. I hope he, I hope they skin him and let dogs on him. Like, what type of mess is that? That's like going back to slavery, you know. You know that one clip that we've seen from Django, if y'all seen it, where the guy ran away from Mr. Candy, which was played by Leonardo DiCaprio. And he was all cut up and stuff. And the Mr. Candy, the character, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, was like, why did you run away? He's I was scared because he was a main dingo fighter. And he didn't want to fight anymore. His eye was, he was blind in one eye. I mean, really graphic. And he like, come on down that tree, boy. You know, I don't want to. And say, well, if you don't come down, I'll make sure you come down. You'll come down my way. So he came down crying. And he said, I'm sorry. And he said, I don't got no use for you. You all beaten up. I don't need you no more. He released the dogs on him, and the dogs just tore him up. And you see Jamie Foxx's character wanted to get his gun out and shoot John Candy, or whatever his name is, Mr. Candy, whatever his name was. He wanted to pull out the gun and shoot him, but he told him, the guy he was with, like, calm down. You, that's not why we're here, not yet. We need to get to old girl. But I don't know what they were thinking about putting that up there, but you do have people, because let's just get it straight. Racism is still here. People tell me, oh, no, it's not, no. It's here. It's in code. You can't go out there blatantly putting out signs. Oh, get out of here. Your hands. We don't need you here. Go back to Africa. You, people might say that, but that's that's those people who don't got nothing to lose. But these people who hide on the computer, the people who make up these rules with a coating, a layer of, of false pretense just to target Individuals is another thing. And you see it. You can see with the Civil Rights Act of 1964 uh, being repealed. And now in these countries, uh, not countries, but these states are going around sitting here working on ways for the midterm election, working on ways to go ahead and take out the percentage of people of color on voting that way, they can make more crazier rules than ever. You know, the gun laws is going on. You know, it's really about the the politics of the whole thing and how they do us as a group of people. We, my recommendation, like I told you in the last show, we need to put our money together. We need to use it at one point because if we're separated in all places, Kind of like the art of war. There's one rule in there. You're going to be weak. It's going to be one side where you're going to be weakness at. There's no way to stop that. So you put your forces in the front, you're going to be weak in the back. You put them on the back, you're going to be weak in the front. But if you spread them out all together, you're still going to be, you're going to be weak in those gaps right there. And we really need to come together. 
We don't need leaders. We need to be on a group collective as far as, hey, we're not going to tolerate this no more because marching ain't going to get us nowhere. Marching is not going to take us out of there and we're going to protest because they're going to be like, okay, you know, make sure you wear a coat or hat or whatever. It's when you start messing with people's money and when you start messing with their money where they losing money, that's when they wake up. That's when they wake up and they say, whoa, whoa, this guy just, I'm not making money like I used to. When we start owning some of the stock or actually having our businesses that compete against them, that's when, that's a threat right there. That's when it's, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We want to write that out. We want to reset that out. We're going to put this back in. They do the same thing. You just got to think about that. Move it on. Australia. Australia, country Australia is trying to help out with finding the black box from the flight that went missing three weeks ago over there at the South Pacific. Now, I know they came out and said, well, we can't find a body, but at least let's find a box. The box is about to go dead this week. They only got like a few more days, and then they're not going to be able to find it. And a ship that's supposed to do the mission, it's a civilian ship, a civilian science ship. It's pulled out the, it's not able to pull out right now. It's a day late. So that crucial time is happening. And it's going to be, it's more to it than what they're telling us. The media don't know. The media is like Facebook. Let's be honest. They go, well, I heard this, I heard that. An example of that was with the Fort Hood shooting that took place, uh, I believe, yesterday. From what I'm getting from the news, Fort Hood had this happen five years ago. And the situation with that, <laughs> which is crazy, the guy just went out and started shooting at And they say it's two of them, but they're not sure. And you still got news reporters still out there, and I don't understand. Like, what the hell are you reporting if you don't have all the facts up front? That's how I look at it. That's how I honestly look at it. And we really got to look at that. Like, what are they really reporting when they do the news? You know, people are like, well, I think that's what's going on. I mean, I was watching the Al Sharpton show. And no offense to Al, but I didn't know what the hell y'all, why was y'all repeating the same lines and taking commercials? That made no sense. Then I love when they bring in people that we don't even know that claim to be experts. And, yeah, they got to do this and do that and do this and some more of that. And I'm like, why are we – why am I talking to you? Why don't we talk to people who actually know what's going on? You need to talk to the base commander. You need to talk to people who's actually there because no one had – none of the news reporters actually had the base commander or representative to talk about what the situation was. They were just going off assumptions, flying over the over the the whole building, getting reports from maybe people who were walking by. It was two shooters. No, I think it was eight. I heard it was eight shooters. Then it dropped down to two. Then it went back up to four. I'm like, get your facts together. Maybe you're going to report the news. That's your only job to report the news. So get it together. Don't be Facebooking it. Okay, I won't hold you up any longer. It's time to really talk about what we came here to talk about. Having sex on the first date. Is it okay? Is it cool? What should you do? What are the signs that it's not cool? What do we need to do to get it together? So this is what we're going to do. 
I'm going to break it down to you. You know, things to consider when you're going to have sex on the first date. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's depending on your perception of what you're trying to get. What is the end goal in mind? You know, or if you're just trying to blow off steam, you're trying to make give revenge because, ladies, you know, that's the worst revenge to give on your dude. You go ahead and give sex to another dude. After y'all broke up, and I know dudes who will hop on it any time, but that's the most open you are, and you're just like, I'm going to pay him back for cheating on me. Hey, come here. You want to come over? Bam. You know, I have to give you, but, you know, I got mine in while we were broke up. Or her. Or is it just something that you're just, you're just trying to feel good? You're not trying to have any connections. I know some girls are not trying to be in a relationship. And some people don't want to be in a relationship. They just want to get that nut in. And I'll be honest with you, they just want to get that nut in and get it over with. They're like, hey, I don't want, I just want to do this maybe one, maybe two times, that's it. But if you're doing that to lure someone in to be in a relationship, basically leasing with the option to buy with your pussy or with your penis, Yeah, I can fail on you. I was reading some stories people sent me, and <laughs> they were like, I thought I had a dude with all over me. He wanted to talk to me, and I was like, well, I know he's feeling me. I know he's feeling me. I'm going to go ahead and give him some. After I gave him some, I called him back a couple of days, no answer. I emailed him, no response. And I just realized he probably saw me as a slut or he really didn't want me. You know, there's ways to tell if a guy just want to get it, to get it, you know? If he said, I'm just want to get in there, he's telling you anything, I want to be in a relationship, I want to be this and that. If that's the case, then I recommend to step back from the whole sexual thing. If this guy said he want to be in a relationship, well, that's a build-up. That's like a, a milestone to have sex. It's not the first thing. That's a milestone. Some people say it works. My honest opinion, if you want to put your best foot forward, go in with your best foot forward. Come in on the way you left out. So if you come in there throwing sex to make a relationship, it's going to end off with sex in another relationship. If you come in there with something other than sex, sex, and I'm going to be honest with you, if you're having sex with the same person, it's just going to nullify after a point. You can do different things, but it's the same person that you're dealing with. So it has to be other things to make the relationship enticing. That's one thing to consider. If you're trying to seduce the guy with going beyond a date, one date or one night stand, you need to keep the mystery going. You know, Again, like I tell you, do you just want to go for one night or a few nights, depending on the maturity of the person you talk to? That person's like, he's not putting sex at the table at the beginning, saying, hey, this is what we need to do, this is what we need to have. Come on, I want to love you all night long. I want to be with you all night long. That, that's a red flag. 
or a lady just being too touchy-feely, guys, and just to say you're not that type of guy, you just don't want to be that one where you don't know what her end game is and she hasn't told you. I mean, yes, she wants you to hit, but what's next after that? If you if you wear your heart on your sleeve, which I recommend to all the guys not to do, you know, take it what it is if, if you're going to do that. But realize this might not last, so don't even put all your eggs in the basket. I really told you that you might want to haul off on doing that. But if you know this is what's going to happen as a result, me telling you now, there won't be any excuse. Some people don't do it because today, what's it called? You know, the, the thing that people deal with when you're dealing with yourself, people talking about you, dealing with self, meaning that you're dealing with yourself, but people talk about you, you're too self-conscious. Someone's going to say something about me if I do this. They're going to say, look at that slip. And ladies get that a lot. Ladies, you should feel like that. If you know this is what's going to come out to, this is what's going to come out to. And it shouldn't be wrong. Because nine times out of ten, these girls ain't going to know this, this guy. If you met this dude in a big city, just say like Greensboro or Houston or Charlotte, no one ain't going to know that dude. If you run your mouth to your girl or your girl see you walk out with the dude and she asks you what happened, nothing happened. You tell her that nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> but you got to be. You gotta. You gotta be low key. I'm not saying hide everything, but don't broadcast everything like an advertisement on a billboard. You don't want to be in a situation where people are looking there and say, "Damn, look at that slut. That's a slut right there." You don't want to be in a situation where you're getting put out like that. Because your reputation is everything. If you like to have sex, nothing's wrong with sex. That's just a natural thing. But don't broadcast it to friends or family because people will throw your name in the dirt and they'll think anything about turning around, smile in your face, and keep on talking crap about you when you turn your back. You know, what type of guys are down for one-night stands? You know, younger guys. It could be... a Older guys, too, but typically it's a lot of younger guys because, you know, for girls, you could test this theory out. Now, I wish I did this April Fool's. I wish I did this show for April Fool's. If you call your friend right now, all so-called guy friends you have, and say, I'm feeling horny today. You want to come over and tap this? <laughs> I bet you will hit a phone, click, and them knocking on your door in the next five minutes if you're within five minutes distance, and, hey, what's up, let's do this, April Fool's, because <laughs> i tell you something, those guys that so-called friends, they just haven't figured a way how to get you to themselves, so they say, I put myself in the friend category and wait until she breaks down, she needs a shoulder to cry on, and I'll be right there to swoop up and catch her and tap that ass, you know, those guys will get it. You know, your natural players will get it. The players might tell you anything. You know, I'm looking to do this. And you have your your old stand-up guys who will tell you straight up, that's what I want to do. Ain't nothing wrong with it because at least they're open with it. 
And some ladies are, well, why he come out with that? He's a being all bold. He, hey, he's looking at like this. I have nothing to lose. I don't know you. If you do what you do, if you don't, you don't, I move on. You know, he's looking just to do that. He's not trying to put no feelings in it. And I know some ladies who do that, too. I met ladies like that who didn't want to put anything into it just to get that one thing and move on. Don't get mad, guys, or girls. And like I said, the signs that you see when this person doesn't call you back, that's a sign, doesn't text you back, that means, you know, that's, that's the farthest it's going to go. That's the farthest that it's going to go as far as us having sex. That's it. I don't want a relationship. I'm with someone because some girls will do that. Some guys will do that. They might be hitting something, and they put you in a situation where you might not never see their house. You never see them hang out with their boys with you. You're not at their house. You're not with their boys. They don't invite you to anything. Take those signs for what it is. Don't make it anything bigger because you're going to let yourself down. You honestly want to be cool with how you do this. If you like that, if you like, I'm cool with this Having a, a situation like that, it's cool. But I tell you one thing for sure: it won't last. Maybe a year. I trust. Trust me on that. I speak through experience. If you got a relationship like that where you're just hitting it and nothing else going, y'all might go out to eat and stuff, but nothing else going. Like, let me take you to the family. Let me take you around my my boys. They never see your house. It won't last for a year because they're gonna want more. They're gonna want more. And when you tell them. This is ultimately too. They don't want that. They, they won't settle for that. So, you take it for what it is with your one night stands. I know one night stands can lead for a few nights to maybe a year, depending on if that's all you're doing. And basically, going down to having that sex, having that sex, having that little adventure, nothing involved. Probably the cheapest thing that you can do, but hey, cheap might not always be the baddest thing, you know. I don't have to put no stock into you. I don't have to do any of that whining and donning your ass, really. I'm just going to get this ass tonight. Like I say, it can go both ways. God's like, hey, that's a good deal. Girl's like, okay, I don't have to deal with no bullshit talk. I don't have to deal with this guy sitting there trying to tell me the shit in my head, trying to mess with my head, just so he could tap and leave. You take it for what it is. If you have questions, again, you can email me, mb underscore truth at yahoo.com. I'm there. You can hit me up on there. We can talk about everything that you want to talk about. I do have a Facebook page called Nothing But The Truth. We just got our page up last week. Been promoting the show, getting the show going. People have been listening. I want you to keep on listening. What I want you to do, folks, as you listen to the show, start telling your friends about the show. Start sending them the links to the web page, to the fan page, to Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio, www.blogtalk.com. Excuse me, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore true. Go out there, start pasting it on your, on your page. Hey, guys, check out this uh, radio show. Check out this guy. He's talking about some deep stuff. I also want you to also, you know, if you got any ideas, anything you want me to talk about, 
I can do some, you know, soul searching on it. <laughs> we can make that happen too. I really want people to be entertained while at the same time educated on the stuff that's going on around us. Again, I've been doing this show for seven years. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. Because people do listen to the show. People come up to me time and time again. It's like, hey, man, I listen to that show. And it'd be odd. I'm like, dang, how you knew it was me? And they're like, we know. So I thank you again. I hope you enjoy your weekend that's coming up. And stay safe. Everyone stay safe. Goodbye.